Good afternoon, Woke fam. It's Scott here from Woke Societies. We have a big episode lined up for you today. I have all the sound clips from yesterday's big tech hearing because we're going to be talking censorship. It's a huge hot topic right now, especially with the election year coming up. We're going to be also talking about Trump's visit to Texas, some new things he's implementing, Ghislaine Maxwell updates, Epstein updates, Joe Biden updates, and also we got some new Q drops to cover as well. We have so much to go over today, and Q did say do not mistake silence for an action, and I'm going to be talking about exactly what I think that means. So we have so much to get into, but first, as I always like to do, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Guys, I've been talking about him for a while now. I'm going to be talking about him again today. The sponsor, again, is Flip City Magazine, America's Last Laugh. This is a comedy magazine made by two beautiful people, two beautiful patriots out in California, and they pour their blood, sweat, and tears into this Guys, this is Mad Magazine on steroids. It's a really funny magazine. You can read it to your kids. Your kids can hold on to it for years. This is something you keep on the shelves because it's literally a screenshot of history. As you guys can see, my favorite feature of this, it is PC-free. And we have headlines like the kids aren't all right, song bland, stars in quarantine, woke world, and friends be aging badly. It's really funny. And when you get it in your hands, it just feels good to open it and read it. It's professional quality. The artwork's amazing. It's really good. So how much is this, Scott? Well, I'll tell you. When you go to their website, America's Last... Um, <laughs> when you go to their website, flipcitymag.com, you can go right here. You can look at all the articles. You get little, like, appetizers here. You, got, you guys can kind of get the feel of what the magazine's like. You click their link here, and it brings you right to their store page where, guys, it's $20 for a full-year subscription. It's one magazine per quarter, or you can get a single issue. But, guys, I'm telling you right now, the $20 one-year subscription is worth the money. It's $5 a magazine. You can't beat that price. And the best part about it, you can now buy international as well. So the entire world can laugh with us at the people that we talk and make fun of on this channel on a daily basis. So... Go check them out, flipcitymag.com, America's Last Laugh. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you are supporting this channel. So thank you for letting me get that out there. So guys, as I always like to do, I want to start with the laugh. And if you guys are sick and tired of talking about the about masks and whether you wish to wear them or not, well, I think this is something you can refer to and maybe even tell your friends about. If you guys didn't hear about the mask debate video, well... You're going to see it now. My boy Methods put it up a couple days ago, and it's too funny not to show now, so I'm going to play it. Enjoy this video, guys, and I'll see you on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. This morning, as COVID cases mount across the country, the mass debate is intensifying. People are very passionate on both sides of the great mass debate. The partisan mass debate is heating up. Mass debate's growing. The president is trying to have us cover the mass debate. CBS, Target, and Walgreens are getting in on the mass debate. The mass debate now taking consideration stage at local restaurants. It's nine minutes after six now and there's new video of a raging mass debate. The mass debate in Georgia is getting ugly. The great mass debate in West Virginia might soon be coming to an end. This mass debate is far from over. How many mass debates have you gotten into? Love to hear it. The mass debate was taken to a whole nother level. Bishop David Zubik tells Pittsburgh's Action News 4 he found himself in the middle of a mass debate. And we'll dive deeper into this pet store mass debate. So we're going to begin with this thing we're calling the great mass debate. The Great Masturbate. Oh, dear Lord. From 
Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning, patriots and now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold Stay woke, open up your eyes and keep them healed All they do is lie, realize how everything is real Through project looking glass, the future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Both societies, fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. The great masturbate. <laughs> You can't make this stuff up, guys. This is too funny. So thank you guys for joining us. I always do. Gotta start out with a laugh. You guys didn't catch me and Method's new show yesterday on his channel. It was fantastic. The hour flew by. We have gotten nothing but positive feedback. So go check out Method's channel um, and go check out our first show that we did together. We're going to be doing that every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Uh, no, Wednesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be having Severe Anon and Bryson Gray on the show together. Three of us at 8 p.m. Eastern tomorrow for my interview show. Two rappers, two MAGA rappers, two Red Pillars, man. And Bryson Gray was actually top five in uh, iTunes charts not, not too long ago. So we're getting some big people on the channel. We're going to be talking a whole bunch of stuff for a solid hour. So catch that tomorrow as well. So as you guys saw here, we're talking about the great mass debate. But the bigger news uh, that happened yesterday was, of course, the big tech hearing. And my boy, TikTok, who also has a YouTube channel, which I'm going to show everyone in just a moment. While, this, while me and Methods were doing our show, the big tech hearing was going on, so we couldn't really record any of the uh, gems that were coming out of it, so TikTok was able to get me this one that I want to start with, and the first one was Jim Jordan, of course, right when this whole entire thing started. We're going to hear his response, and you guys are going to kind of get the feel of how this big tech hearing went if you weren't able to catch it yesterday. Take a watch have to impact what happens during an election, what people, what American citizens get to see prior to their voting is pretty darn important. That's why this committee hearing is important. Look, we, we all think the free market's great. We think competition's great. We love the fact that these are American companies, but what's not great is censoring people, censoring conservatives and trying to impact elections. And if it doesn't end, there has to be consequences. There have to be consequences. That's what I'm concerned about, and I think what so many Americans are concerned about. So I look forward to hearing from our witnesses, Mr. Chairman. Um, and before I yield back, Mr. Chairman, we have a colleague. I would ask unanimous consent that uh, Mr. Johnson, the ranking member of the Constitution subcommittee, be allowed to participate in today's hearing, which is our customary practice for subcommittee hearings. The gentleman makes a unanimous consent request. Mr. Chairman, I would object. Objection is heard. And now have the pleasure of choosing today's why are witnesses. We, why are we not allowing, it is customary. Mr. Jordan, there was a unanimous consent request, objection was heard, and now we'll introduce our witnesses. This has never happened. It is now my pleasure never to introduce to the today's witnesses. Our first witness is... And this is how the committee started right there. We have Mr. Sicilian. I don't even know how the Sicilian, I don't even know how you pronounce his name. He was one of the ones that went after Barr yesterday, uh, the other day before as well. And I'm surprised he didn't say, Mr. Jordan, please, I'm reclaiming my time. I'm shocked he didn't say it. But this is how it started. 
Jordan wanted somebody else to uh, be able to co- come in on the meeting, and it was immediately declined. And it's a, Jordan was saying this is unprecedented. And of course, the House Judiciary Committee is run by the Dems here, so he was immediately cut off. Now, the whole entire, if you guys didn't see this yesterday, you can clearly tell there was a stark contrast in what the Republicans wanted to talk about and what the Democrats wanted to talk about. It was very clear as day. The Democrats wanted to talk about how Google, um, Apple, and Facebook, and just big tech in general have a huge dominance of everything that we that goes on in this world, how much we depend on it, and all this stuff. The dominance in the marketplace. That's essentially what the Dems wanted to talk to these guys about, which is totally fine. But not one single word out of the Dems' mouth was talking about free speech or censorship. I didn't hear anything out of the Dems from what I heard um, from the little bit that I heard when I was watching it live. Didn't hear anything coming out of the Dems mouths about censorship because we all know what's going on. We know Silicon Valley is teamed up with the Dems. They have their agenda. They are clearly pushing for Democratic Joe Biden to win or whoever's going to end up being going against Trump in November. That is clearly what's going on here. So we have more clips from it, but I just want to give a shout out to my boy TikTok because this is his YouTube channel, guys. I'll put it in my description below. He's a new and upcoming YouTuber. He has he has great content. He was the one that got me that video. So please go check out his YouTube and subscribe there. He's one of my good friends and he's a solid dude and he puts out his great content. So again, go subscribe to his channel. I'll put that link in there. He was the one that got me that video. Now, some of these other videos here I've been able to collect from other sources. This one specifically from Matt Gates. It's seems to be no this is his twitter it seems to be no coincidence that it's just sites like gateway pundit west journalism and spectator daily caller breitbart news that receive negative treatment as a consequence of google's manual tooling i believe google is engaging in election interference now this is a almost a six minute video i'm just going to play a couple minutes here so you guys can see how the republicans were going after big tech take a watch Mr. Pichai, during our prior discussion earlier today, you said that Google doesn't work with the Chinese military. That answer was deceptive because Google works with many of the entities that work with the Chinese military in common collaboration. And and just as one example would be Tsinghua University, where Jeff Dean, who is the head of Google AI, uh, served on the Computer Science Advisory Committee for the university, and then the university takes nearly $15 million from China's Central Military Commission. So you can see how even if you don't literally show up at the offices of the Chinese military, if you're all showing up at the same place, working together on AI, that would lead to my concern. But I want to talk about search because that's an area where I know Google has real market dominance. On December 11th, you testified to the Judiciary Committee, and in response to a question from my colleague Zoe Lofgren about search, you said, We don't manually intervene on any particular search result, but leaked memos obtained by the Daily Caller show that that isn't true. In fact, those memos were altered December 3rd, just a week before your testimony, and they describe a deceptive news blacklist and a process for developing that blacklist approved by Ben Gomes, who leads search with your company, and also something called a, a fringe ranking, which seems to beg the question, you know, who gets to decide what's fringe. And he continues to go on to grill um, Sundar from Google. Continues to grill him. And for time's sake, we don't have we don't have time to watch the entire six minute video. But you, the, the whole entire point of showing you this is there was a huge contra- uh, contrast of what the Dems wanted to get out of this and what 
the Democrats wanted to get out of this. And essentially, these people, these these head, the Zuckerberg and the guy from Google, they were all just saying pretty much that, no, sir, we don't do that. We don't do that. And literally, we know what Project Veritas has revealed, the damning evidence, especially against Facebook and Google. There's been insiders from all these companies, people that were literally doing these things that Mr. Gates here was just talking about. And they're all saying, no, this 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 isn't true. I mean, this this isn't happening. Um, we, you know, there's so many employees at our companies, blah, there was just so many excuses and it was really, it was really hard to watch. The best one that I think I have here is from the sharp edge talking, um, and we have Zuckerberg speaking in regards to a question asked by the, another Republican double speak from Zuckerberg and say, he says, we do not want to be the arbiters of truth, but that's exactly what Facebook, Twitter, and others are doing. Let me, uh, fast forward this. Hold on a second. Discussion with nine, with 19. And I think that this is a legitimate matter of discussion. And it would be up to a patient and their doctor to determine whether hydroxychloroquine was the correct medication, uh, uh, you know, given the circumstances. Why did that happen? Congressman, well, first to be clear, I think what you might be referring to happened on, on Twitter. So it's hard for me to speak to that, but I can talk to our policies about this. Um, we do prohibit content that will lead to imminent risk of harm. And stating that uh, there's a proven cure for COVID when there is in fact none um, might encourage someone to go take something that could have some adverse effects. So we do take that down. We do not prohibit discussion around uh, trials of drugs um, or, or people saying that they, they think that things might work or personal experiences with experimental uh, drugs. But if someone is going to say that, that something is proven um, when in fact it is not, that, that could lead people but Wouldn't that um, be to, up to for somebody on health. the other side of the issue to say that this is not proven? And, you know, I know as a fact that, you know, for people with certain conditions, it's contraindicated and they shouldn't take it on that. But wouldn't that be up to somebody else, you know, to say, okay, what somebody posted on this really isn't true and here's what the facts are? rather than uh, having uh, a Twitter or a Facebook take it down? Congressman, in general, I agree with you, and we do not uh, want to become the arbiters of, of truth. Uh, I think that that would be um, a, a bad position for us to be in and, and not, uh, not what we should be doing. We do not want to become the arbiters of truth because that puts us in a position that I don't think we should... It, it will. It should, Whatever he said, whatever he said, I can't help but laugh at it. I'm sorry. I can't help but laugh at it because he's bold-faced lying. What this is referring to is that video of, of the African-American lady that was uh, the doctor that was in, um, in, in Washington, D.C. talking about HCQ. And the Republican guy here is literally asking, why is it up to you to take down content when really these discussions should be having to be talked about between a patient and a doctor why is twitter facebook youtube why are they the ones deciding what content should be heard as far as possible cures and no one on this channel has ever said it's definitely a cure because i i'm not saying that there is a debate going on right now about whether it works but 
We, we know the facts. We know the facts. We know we know what the agenda is right now. We're all not stupid. We've been talking about HDQ forever and COVID on this channel as long as it's been around. But it's just so funny because Zuckerberg sits there and talks because I watched the hearing when he was in 2018 and he assured Congress this or whatever committee he was in front of that this does not happen. These things do not happen. And then you have Project Veritas about a month ago showing specifically very Recent cases of people, literally of people that are mod, that moderate all the content on Facebook, literally saying, if there is MAGA pro-Trump, we will label them as terrorists. That was a month ago. And in 2018, he said he was going to root out these problems. And when this hearing happened, when I caught the little bit that I did, Zuckerberg's answer was, well, to, to cut down on this, we're going to have better training. Ooh, good one there. That's great. I am, that makes me feel so much better that your employees that, that you hire, you know their backgrounds. I'm sure politics do come up and you can't say that they don't. I'm sure the training is the one that's going to curb down this, this bias that Silicon Valley has for anybody that disagrees with them. It's really unreal. And Jim Jordan had a second go and he went right for the throat. Take a watch. I'll just cut to the chase. Big tech's out to get conservatives. That's not a suspicion. That's not a hunch. That's a fact. July 20th, 2020, Google removes the homepages of Breitbart and the Daily Caller. Just last night, we learned Google has censored Breitbart so much traffic has declined 99%. June 16th, 2020, Google threatens to demonetize and ban the Federalists. April 19th, 2020, Google and YouTube announce a policy censoring the content that conflicts with recommendations of the World Health Organization. Now think about that. The World Health Organization, the organization that lied to us, the organization that shielded for China. And if you contradict something they say, they can say whatever they want. They can lie for China. They can shield for China. You say something against them, you get censored. June 29, 2020, Amazon bans President Trump's account on Twitch after he raises concerns about defunding the police. June 4, 2020, Amazon bans a book critical of the coronavirus lockdowns written by a conservative commentator. May 27, 2020, Amazon Smile won't let you give to the Family Research Council and the Alliance Defense Fund, but you can give to Planned Parenthood. <laughs> so I think you guys are getting the point. I think you guys are getting the point. And the, the thing that really brought, brought me back down to earth on all this was the fact that these these hearings really they're they're almost for show they have to they're for their formalities these things have to be done they have to give these people a chance to defend themselves before any actions taken and really what's going to happen really where the changes are going to come are in the courts and everything that happens after this hearing so we're going to have to wait and see but we all know the clear bias that's going on and i literally saw a chart that was on breitbart talking about how just just two years ago their search and their search traffic they were ranked for top 10 and as the 2017 they were really high they, there was an update on google and it was cut in half it, that was a year after so 2018 and then 2019 they're almost down to literally almost they ranked for like one search result in the top 10 for google for breitbart and it's only it just seems to be happening for the they're they're conservative outlets that that support the president those are the only ones because you do you see the New York Times complaining about censorship. Do you see CNN, any of these outlets, any of these blogs, any Twitter accounts, Facebook accounts complaining that they're being censored? Do any of them complain about? It? No, it's one side. It is literally one side of the agenda. It's so obvious. 
It's so obvious. And Gates, I'm just going to give him the last word on this one because he torched Zuckerberg. Let's watch this one and then we'll get into the other content. Just like in the case of Google, there have been whistleblowers from Facebook that not only have offered evidence indicating your testimony was not truthful, but there's even video that suggests that content moderators that you employ uh, are out there disadvantaging conservative content. Uh, I'm wondering if you are familiar with the experiences of Zach McElroy and Ryan Hartwig, two people who participated in Facebook content review, and, and what is your response to the very damning video evidence and the testimony from them that the culture that you lead within Facebook is one that disadvantages conservatives and leads to content manipulation? So, Congressman, I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with the concerns that they've raised. and. As, as I've said, we aim to be a platform for all ideas. We, we got into this because we want to give everyone a voice. I certainly do not want our platforms to be run in a way that has uh, any ideological bias. And I, I want people to be able to discuss a range of issues. When, when people uh, raise concerns like that, uh, we, we do look into them to make sure that, uh, that, that everyone in our operation is uh, behaving and upholding the standards that we would like. Uh, and he just keeps going on with this BS. And, and Gates, Gats, uh, whatever you pronounce his name, is uh, he just he wasn't buying it. And you can't. And it's just so hard to sit there and listen because we know they're lying. Because the moment they go back, they go back to the they're wherever they are. It's business as usual. Let's keep shadow banning. Let's keep censoring. And notably, you guys realized who wasn't there at this meeting, and that was Jack Dorsey of Twitter. Because he's in so deep, he he does he has he has he has made the line in the sand. He knows how he feels about Republicans, conservatives. It's a full out war. Twitter does not care at this point, and there's going to be consequences at some point. We're just gonna have to wait and see what happens. But the really we didn't see too much going into at Tim Cook of Apple, but Amazon. Amazon. I want to bring this up. They removed a child's voice. That's the name of this. I think this was a book or a video. I think this, yeah, it's a movie, actually. A child's voice in 70-plus countries worldwide. A child's voice exposed elite pedophile networks before Epstein, Maxwell, and showed the satanic nature of the people running in these circles. And it's not, Amazon is not just censoring videos like this. They're also censoring books and taking books off their platform. This is modern-day book burning is what's going on, and it's not getting any better. And we have... Articles here from Breitbart talking about what I was just talking about before as far as inter election interference. Google purges Breitbart from search results. And a few days after the 2016 election, this is the article here, at an in internal meeting later leaked at Breitbart News, top Google executives, including Sundar Pichai, Sergey Brin, and Kent Walker, lamented President Trump's victory, comparing Trump voters to extremists and discussing their desire to make Trump's election and the populist movement a blip in history. True to their word, four years later, Google is deliberately working to interfere with the re-election of Trump in 2020. There are several ways in which Google is interfering in the 2020 election, but this article will focus primarily on one of them, political search bias. And right here, search visibility is a key industry measure of how findable a publisher's content is in Google search. New data shows that Google has suppressed Breitbart's, look at this number, search visibility by 99.7%. So they have almost completely erased them from their search. And look at this. This is the chart I was trying to tell you guys about before. In 2017, this is where they were and they had an update called Fred. And after this update, it tanked. And in July of 2019, there was another update. And now we are in May. And you guys can see the, the line here is almost flatlined. 
almost completely flatlined. And you literally have Sundar saying just yesterday that these things do not happen. We are a fair platform. We do not, we, we're not participating in election interference. And you just have to sit there and smile because you know it's all full of crap. And it just keeps happening over and over again. And we saw it here again with Trump Jr. And you guys know I talked about this on Tuesday night when he got taken down for bringing up hydroxychloroquine just for suggesting looking at a tweet. And the best part is everyone remembered. I remember myself retweeting uh, CNN when CNN came out with a tweet saying that, hey, hydroxychloroquine is showing some promise as far as curing it. And the Jake Tapper right here. It was very nice watching the people from CNN or MSNBC because Jake Tapper himself a few weeks ago posted study finds hydroxychloroquine help coronavirus patients survive better. Trump continued, now why is Jake Tapper not spreading this information? But somehow I am. And again, I'm not a doctor. I don't claim to be. I just put something out there that challenged the narrative. And because I have a large platform, um, canceled. And that's exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. And we're, we're not, we're not, we're not stupid. We're not blind. We can see what's going on. And I just want to point out too, if anyone out there knows any lawyers that would try to help me take on Spotify, I was taken off their, uh, their, their platform back in April, was never notified. My publisher was never notified, nothing. And they axed it. And I actually found out almost a month later after the fact. I looked in their terms of service and they specifically state that they do, they have to give, they give, uh, Future notice, ample notice before that happens, and that was never done. And now I've been stonewalled from, from Spotify. And as far as I know, I put out harmful content, but they never told me what the content was, what episode it was. They didn't give me anything, and they have completely stonewalled me. So if anybody knows any lawyers or anybody that I can talk to to go after Spotify to burn them to the ground, I'm going to do that. Legally, of course, not in real life, YouTube. Let's take a chill pill with that. So... That is what that was the essence of the hearing. Now, this it was a long hearing. Those are just some of the gems that I was able to pull from it. But the White House did have a statement in regards to this. And this was a statement from the press secretary regarding the implementation of President Trump's executive order on preventing online censorship. And it states on Monday, the Department of Commerce, as directed by President Donald Trump's executive order on preventing online censorship, filed a petition to clarify the scope of Section 230 of the 96 Communications Decency Act. The petition requests that the Federal Communications Commission clarify that Section 230 does not permit social media companies that alter or editorialize users' speech to escape civil liability. And President Trump will continue to fight back against unfair, un-American, and politically biased censorship of Americans online. And he was even tweeting yesterday saying if nothing gets done in Congress, because he's saying it's been nothing but talk for years, he is going to issue more executive orders to get it done. So either way, the dams are going to break and it's going to be glorious because when we're on a fair platform, it's game over. It is game over for them. And they know this. This is why they were not allowing Barr to talk in the hearing as well, because they are, they, the Dems, these, these socialist groups, Silicon Valley groups, they do not want any kind of truth spoken because they know they're wrong. And this is solely, solely about controlling the power and Silicon Valley and these big tech guys control a huge amount of power because we all use their platforms on a daily basis. They, they've made our lives easier. That's exactly what they have. They're convenient. They're easy to use. And, you know, that's just the way it is right now. So we'll have to wait and see. But speaking of Trump, let's just hear what he had to say. He went out to Texas uh, um, yesterday. 
uh, just talking about some things, and I wanted to show a clip here because, again, this man is all about putting America first, and then we're going to get into the rest of the content here. Let's take a watch. By imposing these punishing restrictions and beyond restrictions, the Washington radical left crazy Democrats would also send countless American jobs, factories, industries to China and to other foreign polluting states. They want us to take care of our air, but China doesn't take care of its air. In all fairness, India doesn't take care of its air. Russia doesn't take care of its air, but we do. Not on my watch, it's not going to happen, I can tell you that. Because as long as I'm president, we will always put America first. It's very simple, very simple. It's very simple. And that it is that simple. Some things are that simple that we have a man here that is always constantly putting this country first. And if you guys didn't notice this morning, Trump, is he announced that he was pulling uh, soldiers out of Germany. And the reason why is because this, this is from routers. Trump says U.S. won't protect Germany as it says as it pays Russia billions for energy in first tweet after Pentagon announces announces troop withdrawal. And this was it. Trump, Germany pays Russia billions of dollars a year for energy, and we are supposed to protect Germany from Russia. What is that all about? Also, Germany is very delinquent in their 2% fee to NATO. We are therefore moving some troops out of Germany. And the amount of troops is to pull out are almost 12,000 from Germany by invoking its gas imports from, uh, from Russia. Washington has recently ramped up its efforts to block the deliveries, but guess what? It's not going to work. Trump is bringing more troops back into the United States. And again, he seized all these deals all the way on the, the political landscape and how America was literally set up to be bled, bled dry by NATO, by the UN, by China, by Russia, all these shady deals that were just bleeding out our industries, bleeding out our money, our jobs, everything, it's all starting to come back. And we saw that with Trump's, with Trump's talking about uh, bringing in the huge like $750 million loan to make Kodak a pharmaceutical and to bring pharmaceuticals back into the United States to be the number one distributor of actual pharmaceuticals instead of getting them from China and all these other countries that we're getting them from. That is happening because, again, this man is putting America first. And Richard Grinnell chimed into this uh, troop discussion as well. He said 24,000 U.S. troops remain in Germany. The military experts believe this is sufficient. The screams from the status quo crowd in the U.S. and Germany demanding 35,000 troops is unsurprising. Times change. Thank God we have an outsider in the White House working for the U.S. taxpayer. And that is the key line right there. Times change. So why are we keeping the Washington status quo, the, the White House status quo, going on for so long when all it's doing is bleeding us dry because the, these people that have been running the show the entire time for a long time in our government are all about themselves and do not give a shit about this country. And the reason why there's so much attack on Trump is because he is actually trying to bring America back to its former glory. And that is not what the establishment wants. And we also have a president that's working for the U.S. taxpayer. And like I've been saying for so long, people have been so not used to having a president that cared. It's almost as if they're afraid of it and they're attacking it because they can't believe it's almost, they can't believe it's happening or they're just they're still brainwashed by the mainstream media. They're, who knows? Who actually knows? But this entire situation with everything coming up with the election, mail-in voting has been a huge topic. Now, the 
Trump tweeted out this video yesterday and it is completely eye-opening and we're going to watch it because it's all about mail-in mail fraud. And this, they tested it. They tested this. So you guys are going to see what I'm talking about. Watch this video. They did an experiment with mail-in ballots and the results are mind-blowing. If you know how to mail a letter, you already know how to mail in your vote. How you doing? Thank you very much. But how long might it take for that vote to actually arrive and be counted? Well, you're welcome. Have a good afternoon. We decided to test it, sending 100 mock ballots simulating 100 voters from locations all across Philadelphia to a P.O. box we set up to represent a local election office. A couple days later, we mailed 100 more using the same size envelopes and the same class of mail as real ballots here. To approximate the weight, we even folded mock votes into every one. In the following week, we checked our P.O. box for the results. Mail pickup notice, there's more. When we went to collect everything, though, Nothing? most of our votes seemed to be lost. That's all I have back there right now. But that's not you're sure, huh? you're, you're totally sure. I believe you. Okay, take care. We had to ask for a manager. I'm trying to do something about mailing ballots. And explain ourselves before someone finally found our votes. One, two. We soon discovered another problem. Missorted mail. Two pieces of it. We got a birthday card from Mike to Ronnie. Have a sweet B-Day. Get it? There's a B on top. When the birthday greetings ended, 12, 13, we found a bigger issue. 21% of our votes hadn't materialized after four days. And the batch we'd mailed a week prior, some of those were missing too. So of our 100 ballots, 97 arrived, which sounds pretty good, unless you consider the fact that that means three people who tried to vote by mail in our mock election were in fact disenfranchised by mail. In a close election, 3% could be pivotal, especially in what's expected to be a record year for mail-in voting. We're 3%, ladies and gentlemen. And that's probably on the lower side compared to the massive numbers. And you saw what happened in the, in the post office. Oh, we couldn't find them. They were, and then they come back and, oh, yes, we, they spoke to a manager. And then they, they, they just happened to find the ballots. And that's somebody with a, with a news crew behind them. You're going to sit here and tell me that we're going to trust mail-in ballots and, of course, the COVID push. I'm telling you, this is why Trump was telling people to wear masks, because it's literally giving the Dems no excuses to do mail-in ballots. We're not, I am not worried about the election. I know Trump and Q team have something in store for the election, that it's going to be completely sealed shut. It's going to be locked tight as far as the whatever systems they decide to use to go with the voting this year. But this is, we're seeing more and more of this every day. And literally today, I so saw, I don't know what state it was, but somebody was prosecuted for having homeless people sign the ballots and forge signatures on ballots. That is real. And we see stories myself. I see stories like this every single day. And it's not going to get better. But the tweet that sent the libs over the edge, and it was the first tweet I saw this morning, was this from Donald Trump. With universal mail-in voting, not absentee voting, which is good, 2020 will be the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history. It'll be a great embarrassment to the USA. Delay the election until people can properly, securely, and safely vote. And that was a question. It wasn't a statement. Trump was simply asking, is, there, is, it, is it reasonable to ask for a delay of the election until people can properly and securely and safely vote? Now, 
If you had searched the term delay in Twitter, all you would see are blue check marks and all of them for the, for the most part were liberal Democrats or just Democrats or people that hate Trump. And they went crazy. But the funny thing is, have you guys noticed, they get upset about delaying the election, but they have no problem delaying literally everything else going on in this country. But when Trump suggests delaying the election, that is when they lose their minds. And that that just shows you specifically about what COVID is, what the entire mess that we're all in right now. This is about power. It's a power struggle. They don't care about this virus. They don't care about you. They don't care about BLM, Antifa. None of this stuff. This is all a ploy to regain power because they know they are screwed if they do not win this next election. And their candidate is garbage, hot garbage. And they know this. They know this. We're still waiting to see if Kamala Harris is going to be the VP. We still don't know yet. We still have no idea. No idea. But let's transition gears here because something else uh, broke about Flynn today. And it's really unfortunate. So full. this is from AP. Full appeal, appeals court to review dismissal of Flynn's case. A federal appeals court said Thursday it plans to review a decision ordering the dismissal of the Justice Department's case against former Trump National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. The action by the U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia is likely to prolong the fight over Flynn's fate and represents yet another dramatic development in a case that has taken unexpected twists and turns over the last Last year and turned Flynn into something of a cause celebre for President Donald Trump and his supporters. The court sets arguments for August 11th and did not offer an explanation for its decision in a brief order posted in line. Well, I can tell you right now, Michael Flynn, they do not want Michael Flynn to be the poster child of their of the Democrats screw ups. That's exactly what this is. So when I read it from Technofog here, he gave the Flynn update. The order compelling Judge Sullivan to dismiss the case is vacated. The case will be reheard by the court on August 11th. One issue of note whether there are no adequate means to attain the relief desired. And what they called this was a on-box session. It's in French. So I didn't know what that meant, but if you guys want to know, it's a law that is French for in-bench. is a session in which a case is heard before all of the judges of a court, not just one, not just Judge Sullivan, but all the judges now before the entire bench rather than by one judge or a panel of judges selected from them. NBOC review is often used for unusually complex cases, which obviously this is it, or cases considered to be of greater importance. So this, again, ladies and gentlemen, is being dragged out and more legal fees are going to have to be paid by Michael Flynn and his family and whoever else is supporting him to continue this parade of a clown show that's still going on. And it's really sad to see. And I don't know what else, what else has to be done. What else has to be done to get through this through to people? I don't know anymore. I honestly don't know anymore. But it's really sad. So I want to give you guys the update on Flynn. Let's get into the update here on Ghislaine Maxwell. And then we're going to start jumping into the, uh, the few Q drops that were dropped. Um, pretty much all that's going on with Ghislaine Maxwell right now. These documents, documents that she has been, her and her team have been trying to prevent from coming out were supposed to come out today. But of course, of course, their legal team put in one more appeal last minute. So now they are not coming out until next week. And to be honest, guys, they can keep delaying and delaying and delaying. This, this new story broke uh, yeah, this last night. They're going to keep delaying this, but 
these judges know how high profile this is. They've seen the victims. They are listening to the victims. They're literally letting the victims call some of the shots on here because they know what this lady is about. They know what Epstein's about. They're not going to get any help, kind of help from anybody in this case. So now the doc- now the documents again are going to be pushed back out till next week. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Who knows? Who knows? But either way. So just real quick, hopping back onto the hydroxychloroquine talk real quick because that's been in the news for a lot lately. Um, the only reason why I think obviously HCQ has been so pivotal as far as the controversy around it is because Trump said he took it and he says he he thinks it's a viable option to possibly help with it. And it's been a full out all out effort to stop that from happening. But if you guys didn't hear Ohio as of yesterday, they declared that they were going to not let anyone in their state to have hydroxychloroquine. And then this morning, this morning, we heard from the Hill, Ohio Pharmacy Board backtracks, withdraws rule barring use of hydroxychloroquine to treat coronavirus. And they don't really go into details into why they backtracked it, but it's really how fast these things changed literally from last, from yesterday to talking about how an entire state was going to decide whether their residents, they're not doctors, whether they can have hydroxychloroquine or not. This, do we live in China? I didn't, I forgot, I forgot if we do, if we live in China, I don't remember. I don't remember, but have you guys have you guys seen the conversation between uh, Trump and Brian Stelter talking about um, hydroxychloroquine? If you haven't, I got the video right here. Take a watch. <laughs> you guessed wrong. You only think I guessed wrong. Ah, you fool! You fell victim to one of the classic blunders. The most famous is never get involved in a land war in Asia, but only slightly less well-known is this. Never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line. (laughs) All that time it was your cup that was poisoned. They were both poisoned. I've spent years building up an immunity to hydroxychloroquine. (laughs) <laughs> it's just really funny because that's that's essentially what what the libs are getting mad about. If Trump if Trump said he hated HCQ, they'd be they'd be the first ones promoting how well how effective it is at helping with COVID. But this is what we're dealing with in 2020. And while all this is going on, Trump's opponent is out here making a fool out of himself still. And just a quick video, and then we're going to get into the uh, Q drops here and end the show. Well, look at this man talking. It's it's really, really hard to think that he's going to survive this, this election. Just watch. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Kingswood Community Center. Actually, that's the one down I used to work as a joke. You didn't know where we were anyway. <laughs> it is cringeworthy. It's cringeworthy, guys, at this point. It's so hard to watch. I've hung, I've, I've hung out with old people before, and it looks like it's just like, <laughs> are you, it's like, are you okay? Are you okay? That joke really eh, it wasn't really good. Can you see this man on stage with Trump? Absolutely not. Let's go into the Q drop, shall we? 
And this is going to be really quick because they had they've only dropped uh, four four or five, but they dropped this one here forty six fourteen video Tucker Carlson tonight. Um, it's just they put a link here to a YouTube video of Tucker Carlson going uh, for the first ten minutes, and he's just talking about essentially everything we literally just talked about on this show today. Forty six fifteen is ta- saying again information warfare. Q has put this out so many times, and we are in the midst of a huge war right now pertaining information. We're doing it on a daily basis here on Woke Societies, and you guys know we're always on the counter-narrative. 4616, nothing can stop what is coming. Again, nothing can stop what is coming. Nothing. Where we go one, we go all. That was from two days ago, and today, ladies and gentlemen, we got two new fresh ones. Redrop dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery, and this is a quote from Thomas Jefferson. I prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. What we seek is the reign of law based upon the consent of the governed and sustained by the organized opinion of mankind. That was from Woodrow Wilson. Educate and inform the whole mass of people. They are the only sure reliance for the preservation of our liberty. And isn't that the truth right now? This is exactly what I set out to do. All my colleagues, all the creators, everyone on Twitter, everyone that I interact with, that I'm friends with, we are all trying to bring the masses back together because we are the only chance that we have. We are it. We are it right now. We have our president and there's everyone else. And we are in the midst of a huge, huge information war. And right now we are out here trying to educate and trying to wake people up to what's going on and make them realize just like I was when I was plugged into the matrix, how wrong and how much I was lied and realizing how much I was lied to my entire life. That is what we're doing. And the most important drop up today, the last one that Q has dropped here, 4618, do not mistake silence for an action. And do people, do you guys remember last summer? Last summer when Q didn't drop for like three months, it was over the summer. It was almost like three solid months where Q did not drop and people everywhere were losing their minds. Big Q accounts were losing their minds. Everyone's wondering where Q was. And of course, they came back to continue to do their, whatever, whatever their mission is, to continue to wake people up just like we're all doing. People get upset when Q doesn't post sometimes for a day, two days, I'm going to tell you right now, if Q stopped posting today, it wouldn't bother me for a bit. There's enough of us that have seen what we needed to see to never, ever go back to that reality that we thought we were living in. There's too many people now, and I'm going to say Q is Q is mainstream at this point. We are mainstream. There's millions of people, and it's not just this country. This is a movement all around the world, and we see it all. we see it all the time. We see it all the time. We just saw it with all the oath videos of patriots, all the international patriots all across the world taking the oath. General Flynn took the oath. So many people did it. We are a massive movement. So when Q doesn't post sometimes, I'm telling everyone right now to please just relax. We don't know what's going behind the scenes. We can only report on what we are seeing and what news we can get, we can grab and use our common sense to put stories and two and two together. That is the best we can do. And some of these operations, we probably will never know what happened behind the scenes. We have to keep the faith until something happens where it just blow. It's we have to keep the faith. There's just no way about it. That's where I'm at with it. You guys don't have to be. I don't really care. The ones that do stick around with me because I'm, we're all hoping for the best because honestly, what else do we have at this point? What else do we have to have hope in? So again, do not mistake in silence 
for an action. And I'm sure Q team is doing everything they possibly can to win this election and go forward with indictments and arrest. We're just going to have to wait and see what happens. So that is the show, ladies and gentlemen. That is the show. Thank you guys for joining me, as you always do. Go to the Woke Society's YouTube channel. Like, share, subscribe. Tell all your friends that we are the news now. We are slowly approaching 95,000 subscribers. Wanting to be at 100,000 by the end of this month, but it's all right. We are still chugging along and we are doing damage like we always do. Check out the check out the YouTube page. Check out the Patreon. I have a bunch of um, exclusive content that I'm going to be doing on there with the extra live stream every week. And of course, my store, my products and all that stuff where you guys can check out my hats, hoodies, t-shirts, mugs made by my brother. The Defend the Media ones are so fire. We have cups, mugs, and so much more of this stuff made by my brother and Bruce. You're supporting two local businesses. Of course, the Orange Man Rat is always fire for the summer with the tanks. We have so many products, so go and check it out. So thank you guys for joining me tonight and all that good stuff. We'll have to see what the rest of the week brings. My next episode is going to be tomorrow. Check me out with uh, Severe Anon and Bryson Gray. We're going to be talking about Red Pill Music, their censorship stories, what got them started, where they are, big things going on. And then Saturday will be my next episode. So we have a whole lot going on as well. So just stay along with me, guys. This train is just getting started. So it's going to be really great. So as I always say, stay safe, stay warm, and stay woke.